Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And I want to wish you a very happy Easter to you. As we come together with our families and friends, celebrate the joy of Easter. Some time back when I was home, anytime I go back home, something which is very strange, I find new faces at home. So my mom always takes in whatever wants to be home, say, okay, home is always open. And when they come, they don't leave, they're always there all the time. So the next time when I went back, I, uh, I, I asked my mom, and who is this? My mom says, well, her name is Angie. I say, okay, what is she doing here? And my mom says, well, she's God's angel. Well, if you want, kick God's angel out of the house, if you want. So then I say, okay, Angie. But something about Angie, she has some kind of mental illness. And whatever reason, she found a connection with my mom. She wakes up in the morning at her house. She lives with her grandma and comes to my mom's home every day, same time. She spends the whole day there, gets breakfast, gets lunch, gets dinner, goes back home around 7 p.m. So we, I, was going to, I was going to visit my uncle somewhere, uh, like two-hour drive. So I was, of course, taking all my nieces and nephews in the car. So I realized that Angie was one staying home. So then I say, Angie, do you want to come with us? She says, absolutely. I saw the smile on her face, say, okay. Jumps in the car, and I'm driving. And of course, it's our every day, it's 95 degrees sunny. So as I'm driving, sometimes I put on my sunglasses. Other times I put back on, back and forth. So Angie asked me, can I ask you a very serious question? I said, yes. Why do you keep putting off your glasses on and off all the time? And I say, Angie, it's because of the, sun, of the bright light. Sometimes I need them to kill the light. Sometimes I need them to hold me with the light. She looks and says, hmm, isn't that true for all of us? I said, I guess so. I have no idea where she was going with this. So as I was reflecting upon the Easter readings today, that story came to mind. And I said, isn't that true for all of us? What light does to all of us? Last night, the entire Catholic Church in the world was celebrating the Easter Vigil. And the liturgies began outside in the darkness. We began our liturgy in darkness symbolizing and reminding us the darkness which is all around us. That it's true we have to come to terms that there is darkness around us. And sometimes there is also darkness within us. That's what the meaning of Easter calls us to think about. The darkness around us. And then we began by lighting the fire, the Easter fire. And from the Easter fire, we lit the Easter candle. And this candle will be here the entire season of Easter, reminding us the light of Christ that has conquered the darkness in our world. Now, if you go back in the early times of the apostles and ask them, what does Easter mean for you? Because at the end of the day, there was always a conversation about death. What does it mean when someone dies? There were three, four understandings of what happens. Some said when someone dies, well, 
is dead. Nothing else is dead, it's gone. That was one way of saying life and death. The other way was saying that, well, when someone dies, he goes to the Sheol, the neither world. Kind of is that way. Another understanding was that when someone dies, the souls of the just are in the hands of God. Wisdom chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. That's kind of a, a Greek understanding. says when someone dies, the soul poof, jumps out and goes to the hands of God. Then there's also another understanding of what happens when someone dies. So, well, the righteous will raise at the last day. Now, we think of Martha and Lazarus now. But what happens today at the resurrection, they, when the disciples are explaining what happened, they don't use all, any of these familiar descriptions. This is something new that has just come up. And when it comes up, what does it do? It changes their life, sto their life story. We began hailing the story whereby they're going early in the morning to the grave. Mary is going to the grave in the morning. They're telling us it was dark. Now, the darkness doesn't symbolize only the darkness of the day, but also the darkness within ourselves. What was the darkness Mary had? Maybe she had some guilt. I wish I did more for him. When someone dies that we love all, all the time, you have regrets. Say, I wish I was more kind to him or her. I wish I was more sympathetic with him or her. We have those regrets. It can turn into a darkness and we're, because we're regretting the opportunities we had and we failed to use them. So Mary goes out in the morning in the dark. Then what surprises her, she's afraid there is a stone. But now she sees the stone is gone. She's trying to make sense what has just happened here. You say, out of fear, she runs to the disciples and tells them, they have taken him away. He's not here. So the disciples also, without thinking, because you know what happened, they betrayed him. They, they are still in their own darkness, trapped in their darkness. They come running to the grave, to the tomb, and they see the body's gone. So what's going on within them is an understanding of this darkness crowding their mind. It's until when Jesus comes and appears to them and tells them, I am alive, then everything begins to click. Their fears they had are overcome. Because Christ, when he rises, he overcomes all our negative lives we had, whatever leads us into what we're not meant to be. So when we turn into the bright light of Christ, we see ourselves as we are, but we also see ourselves as God wants us to be. He says, this is who you are right now, but this is who I want you to be, because the light of Christ illuminates you to see your soul as God sees it. So what does this all have to do with us? Let's go back home and ask ourselves, do we still have the love we had? If you're married, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you still have the love you had when you proposed to your wife? Do you still love him the way you loved him that day when you, you saw him or her says, this is the man I want to marry. This is the wife I want to marry. Parents, 
Do you have the joy you still had in the hospital when you said a baby boy is being born? Do you have that joy still? It's a girl. Do you still have that joy? Do you still have the joy you had when you were young with your parents? So Easter is challenging us to look ourselves in our eyes and see, is this who I still are? What has taken away your joy? Sometimes it's the sickness, the losses we've had, maybe the death of someone we love. So many things that grab our joy. But Christ says, I am the joy and the light of the world. So Easter, Jesus says, come to me into the bright light and I'll take away what is crowding your mind. Let us stand and ask ourselves, how do we take back the Easter joy into our marriages, into our families? Every relationship is built on love, and that love goes with trust. Let us build a light of love and trust back in our families, and also to ask God to help us to become a people is calling us today. As I conclude, I'm going to share a very wonderful Easter, and I pray that all of us, this Easter, may not leave us the way we came in. Let us go back with the joy of Christ for as we begin a new chapter of our life, Christ leading us, shining our way, shining the dark places of our lives to make a difference, to be the people he's calling us to be. The Lord be with you.